Welcome to SV Pod, back from Kiowa Island. Stanford Steve is here. We have cicada conversation, very important. We have beefy beef in golf. We have some thoughts on what happened last week at, uh, at Kiowa. Playoff talk, fans back in arenas. Last week was the week sports came back, for me. I think for a lot of people, too. It felt like, all right, we're getting there. Like, actually, we're there. And in Kiowa, everyone was there in the fairway on 18 with their phones out filming. Steve would like a word with you. We'll get to that. ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Capital One. Stanford Steve, Scott Van Pelt, back together again. Uh, we were at the PGA Championship last week. Phil Mickelson won. Great. Fine. Harry Higgs is in the Masters because he finished tied for fourth at the PGA Championship. And so the big rig is now playing at Augusta. It was astounding. He made birdie on 17 and 18, and I lost my mind. <laughs> he made birdie on 17. And then, like, he's on 18, and I'm just, like, the big rig. And then he buried it. Like, 17 and 18 were the hardest holes in the golf course, and he went birdie, birdie. That was on Friday. But then he played great on Sunday, and uh, he finished uh, tie for fourth. That gets you into Augusta. He's already sorting out practice rounds with Phil on the uh, on Twitter. Yeah, and now he's uh, looking to be a, um, a mediator, I think, for the, for the match. How about that? Mickelson winning – at 50, this incredible story. It's history. And that was the story in golf for 24 hours. And it's over because now, like, Kepka rolls his eyes being asked a question about DeChambeau. Todd Lewis from the Golf Channel asks that. That wasn't on air, but it got out. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. How'd that happen? Um. And now DeChambeau, like, here's, let me give you just a, a quick thought, all right? Wherever you stand on him, like, if, you're, if you side with Brooksy <laughs> or if you side with DeChambeau here, DeChambeau doesn't do himself any favors, all right? I get it. I mean, it's, it's a never-ending workout in the garage, and it's sort of like this sort of whole entourage, everything's broadcast to the world, and blah, 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 blah. But, like, he's got to be looking around going, what did I do? Like, the TNT announces they've got this match. It's 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 uh, Brady and Mickelson against DeChambeau and Aaron Rodgers, and Brady's firing at DeChambeau on Twitter. If I'm Bro- if I'm uh, Bryson, I'm looking around going, "What did I do to you?" I will say this: We all saw the video of Brooks and the eye roll. Yep. But what I get out can't get out of my head is we do a segment things I hate. Right. Yep. Every person has a person that they feel like that towards, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I guess Brooks wanted people to know how much he does not like him. Um, that's, that's the way I, I look at it. Clearly. And, and the thing about it is, like, golf, like, beef is what makes, like, the whole – the NBA – is fueled by that. Like NBA 
Twitter and the beefs that go on between mm-hmm. players and all of the petty squabbles. Like it's it's funny. Those guys just don't give a. F- but like golf is supposed to be sort of this, you know, honorable gentleman sport and this and that. Like Kepka is letting you know, yeah, that ain't my guy. And here's the thing, Steve, that's fine. We don't have to be buddies. No. But when the U.S. Ryder Cup team gets together in the fall and they're all in a team room, DeChambeau is a, is a talented guy. And Kepka's a talented guy. And Steve Stricker's got to be looking around going, oh, for God's sake, how am I supposed to make this work? I mean, he's like the nicest guy in the world, too, right? In the world. (laughs) Like, he's such a, oh, geez, Midwestern guy, just sort of, you know, come on, guys. We're just going to try our best here. And let's just be, just get along and be friends. Like, he is such a kind, gentle soul. And you've got Kepka. Like he sent Rogers a tweet on Wednesday. Sorry, bro. And it's like, oh my God. Like this is, and again, it's just like, I'm doing one big thing on sports center. I'm like, they got to fight. If this were high school, you just look, we got to meet in the cafeteria. And then maybe one of our friends shoves somebody. And then it's, it's not a real fight, but we just like, this is like hockey. Like you got to just say, you want to go. And it's just like, we know we're going to do it. We go to the, we both go five for fighting and then it's yeah. done, right? Yeah. Three o'clock high. Let's there go. You, but it's golf and no one's gonna fight. I just it's wild, man. Like That's I'll just nice. say I was reaching out to some players and they were all just like like whoa, bro. <laughs> like I think they're everybody all everybody had the same reaction when you saw the Kepka tweet. Like it was like, oh. Wow. Yeah, this is really personal. And he did it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he said the quiet thing out loud and hit send. And all right. But I mean, they're both really talented guys, and they're both gonna be in the team room at Whistling Straits in the fall. I mean, I'm trying to make that one make sense. But it was uh before this became the story. Uh the story was was Mickelson. Uh the story the story was the big rig because Colt knows they dubbed him the big beautiful. Yeah. And, and uh, I think Hague said he likes the, he, th- he likes the big beautiful better. And I'm like, totally understand that. Yeah. You understand that. And this microphone, this microphone right here, <laughs> you will be called the big rig because you dubbed him the big rig at I the safe, at the safe way. Yeah. And it's, it's big rig Higgs. And, and it's like his, you know, his thing is he's a bigger dude, but it also big rig Higgs just sounds like a, yeah. it sounds like a rapper or a wrestler or the name of like a trucking company, anything. I mean, it could really be anything, but anything awesome, something yeah. great. It would, whatever it was would be great. Big rig Higgs. And I was honestly like, I was psyched for him and I wanted to make the point. We love him because he wears Seven Eleven sunglasses and his shirt's open and he doesn't give a f- Mm-hmm. Like he's out there letting it rip. As soon as he made it, he's like, I f- called that. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I'm like, I bet you did, bro. And we had a great talk on the range. Like he's like, he gets it. He gets our show. We And, and I'm like, this isn't us like trying to be jerks. Like we're all about you. We, we got your back and we love it. But like he can play. And it was really yeah. cool. Like he, he earned the right to go to the Masters. So that was a really cool thing, too. Uh, you got questions. Let's go. What do you yeah. got for me? All right, fire. First off, how, like, I saw somebody say this. How doesn't Tito's have a 
sponsorship for that guy. Well, I mean, we'll, come we'll, on. Let's Tito's. Get, let's get it going. Tito's, get, hit us up if you need it, too. I'll, no, I hit, up the, hit up the I big like rig. Tito's. Hit All up right. the big rig. Just put it on the bag. Put it on the shirt. Put it on the collar. It's wide open. Collar's wide open. You know mm-hmm. that. Put it on his chest. Whatever you want to do. All right, next. How tired are you? I'm good. We got a couple yeah. days off. Yeah, man. Does anybody check on North? He's you guys were logging hours, man. Yeah, it was it was we saw the sun rise and set on Thursday <laughs> from from the same like literally I watched the sun rise and set from that seat on the 18th. But I mean, look, you could look out in the ocean. It was the, uh, there's no complaining here. North's a guy walking uh, 18 yeah. halls morning and afternoon. I'm like, you got to we got to settle down here. We got to we got to ease our man into it. And he's so good on the golf course. We have a it's a wonderful group. We That's enjoy awesome. we we enjoy each other's company a lot, and um, we don't. Like, I here's the one thing I'll say about us, and I, I'm not a big self promoter. It's not my thing. That group, we do one event a year, mm-hmm. and it's pretty friggin' good. Yep. Like the the I now here's the thing I'd say about that. Sean McDonough has had a legendary career in broadcasting. Dave Fleming is a tremendous play by play guy. Bob Wischusen a tremendous play-by-play guy. I'm the idiot that's on 18 just playing sort of traffic cop. Every one of those guys is better than me as an announcer in terms of having the chops and understanding how to do it. And then I'm sitting next to David Duvall, who I just think is such an interesting guy. Like he's, he'll tell you what he thinks. McDonough asked him Saturday morning, do you expect Mickelson to play well? He said, no. And he wasn't trying to be a jerk. He's just like, he's 50. I don't think he should, no, it's a hard, this course is hard as hell. I don't think he'll play well. And then he did. He said, but it wouldn't surprise me. Nothing Phil does would surprise me. But but our group, and I could keep going because all of the different people that are there throughout the week, um, and we had Gene Wojciechowski, and we had Marty Smith, and we had down on the golf course, you had Billy Kratzer and Susie Whaley and Andy North. And if I'm forgetting anybody, I don't McGinnis. Well, yeah, Big John McGinnis and Colt Nose were down there too. Yeah. Um, McGinnis was a great ad. Colt's been uh, anybody like in the golf space, you know, Colt. He's really, really uh, a, a fresh and, and fun voice. Like all of us together, uh, we get along. Um, th- there's not a lot of, you know, there's no ego outside of me. Obviously, I make everybody, you know, call me sir and all that stuff. Did you have <laughs> to pay a bet to McDonough about the Bruins caps? That was uh, no, I just, they, no. from the minute I saw him, they <laughs> didn't win again. <laughs> I saw Keegan Bradley at the hotel after game one, and I'm like, get ready, kid. You're about to taste it again. He's like, yeah, okay. And they never won again. Uh, mm. So that wasn't great. Shout out to Keegan, by the way. He uh, he made a birdie on the last finish even par, finished top 20. May or may not have been significant to some. Mm. Um, but, okay, I interrupted. I just was bragging about our crew. They do an awesome job. Mike McQuaid, our leader, yes. uh, he sets the tone. And, and I'm proud of being – I'm proud to be part of that group. How awesome is Kiowa? It's so good. It's so, so good. Uh, Seth Wall from the PGA of America, I said, look, I know that, like, schedules get planned way out in advance. They have to figure out how to go there every five years or 10 years. It should, Kiowa should be the PGA of America's pebble. Like they should go there every 10 years. Mm, like here, like it's a, well, it's a great hard golf course. Like the wind's going to blow and whatever direction is blowing in, it's going to be hard into the wind. And like you saw what it was. I mean, one Phil was six under by the, by the end of it, like even par was top 20. That's a hard, good golf course. And it's, no joker is going to win out there. Mm. No joke. No joker. Um, I, it's a it's a it's a really good venue. 
people on Sunday were housed. Okay. They were wrecked. And like the scene on 18, I it got a little out of hand. I'm, I don't want to be the get off my lawn guy because I loved seeing the people and it was the enthusiasm was cool. You can't you, you can't, can't touch the players, guys. Don't 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 Come trample on. people, man. Be, be better on. than that. Well, people have had 20 cold beers, and like there was gonna be a reckoning on Monday morning between sunburn and hangover for a lot of folks, <laughs> but it's that place is really, really good. How many more people were there than 12,000? infinity (laughs) it was a lot of folks man and i knew there would be but this weekend in total steve felt like the weekend sports came back between the fairway on 18 the whole scene all week phil winning people going berserk and like the garden when the when they had game one against the hawks Mm -hmm. i mean you 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 just felt like because a lot of those nba arenas went from not many people to all of a sudden it felt like they just were like the hell with it everybody like nashville and carolina and the nhl and the stanley cup playoffs like they're packed florida packed. tampa is nuts packed that series they they hate each other yeah that's been my favorite series so far but yeah it's it, it people are about like and that's what i said it, it feels familiar you know I, I was thinking about the knicks like and everybody making a deal about trey young uh, you know, with the crowd telling them to shush and then the mayor of New York do it. But like, this is, this is what I think of when I think of the Knicks, like the other team's best player coming in and just breaking Knicks fans heart. Vince Carter did it. Reggie Miller did it. And obviously Jordan, but that's, that's what it is, 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 is they come and the, and the stars shine on the biggest stage. And uh, it, it's been awesome. There's a reason. There's a reason. And I've been critical of the Knicks because mostly for 20 this century, they haven't been good. But the garden still is still the garden. And it's still a place where the best in the world want to come show out and shine. And it brings out the best. And it always has through throughout uh, my life anyway. Like you go on there and you want to play big and you saw it out of young in that first game. Uh, and we're taping on a Wednesday when they're playing uh, yeah. the second game. So if you're wondering whatever happens there, why we aren't talking about it, it's because we're talking about it as it's getting ready to go on. Mm. Uh, but the, between, you know, being down there and it was awesome just because like at night you're watching playoff games uh, and the play into the playoff, which by the way was, I mean, I don't know how much better you could get than the Lakers and golden state and that game. And then Ja and and Memphis going into golden state and winning. I mean, nuts. it really was man. And look at that. Look at Memphis's construction, man. Look, they got a bunch of homegrown young dudes that are they drafted. And I just want to say this. I'm really happy for Grayson Allen because that dude, I know he put himself in some situations in college. Nobody Uh thought he was going to do this. Nobody. You know what? You're right. You're right. You're right. I mean, that that start of the overtime, those two threes he hit like at Golden State was that was nuts, but I'm just like, I, 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 there's stories where you don't think they're going to happen. And like, or I'm just really curious, you know, we yeah. always talk about, I'm a Duke fan. Like he always had the size. He, he was the best player. He won him that national title uh, against Wisconsin when he came in and everybody doubted him. And here he is, man, making, making, making big plays in huge spots. So I just want to say happy for him. Hey, Travis, you know what this is about right here? Two words, the brotherhood. He made big-time shots in that game. So, last week was awesome. Playoff games at night, a major. Now, this week we got we have beefy beef in the golf world. And um, I got to own up to something, Steve. Well, I said it. Who did I say was coming out of the West? 
I was going to ask you who you think is going to win the West. <laughs> For those of you that missed it on SportsCenter, I said it. I said it. I went out on record. I said, um, I said the Clippers were going to win the West. Okay, so here's what happened. Um, so far, not, not, not very good. Uh, wow. They played two home games. They've got beat, both of them. Luca is just shredding them. How awesome was it to see Dirk in the building and see oh, Luca get? I, lo- I love that. He's when I'm done and I look back at my career, I'm gonna be like, Davitsky is gonna be high on my list of my favorite yeah. favorite got athletes. And then when he came on and talked about playing billiards on our radio show, me and Rosillo, God, that guy's awesome. Annihilated, no question. Skinny jeans, <laughs> cowboy hat. No, I'd like another logger, please. I just I just think of him and I just think about what the his crew must be like. Deep. Like that that's got to be just a blast. Yeah, like a guy that's probably like a legitimate hitman has killed people, but probably <laughs> like, but he, you know, you don't ask questions. Like he's got, like a, he's probably got a hitman that he, that's just a friend, just for there to make sure nothing silly, nothing bad happens. Um, because he's got the whole European angle that none of I, none of us, you and I, don't know about that. I love Novitsky, but Luca is balling the hell out. And here's the thing about the Clippers, man. Like a lot of people have crushed them through the years and they've earned it. And the thing that, that they have to deal with if they lose again is you have to eat every single punchline that's coming at you. Every one of them, because you went, you traded everything. Uh Okay. See to get Paul George. And when Balmer got, Kawhi and it's the pretty damn cool drop and we've had some fun with that like I mean, I don't fault Balmer the guy went out and they, they made moves to try to get guys yeah but when you don't when you don't play guys during the season and you treat the regular season like an inconvenience and you don't give yourself a chance to develop real a real a real identity and, and something that you know you are Right. What, what do we talk about often about teams the the best teams? Maybe they're not the most talented, but the best teams are teams who know who they are. Uh-huh. And that might be something you eye roll. And you're like, what does that mean? It means that when push comes to shove, you know what you can count on. And the Clippers can't be bothered to play. Like how many times are the Clippers on our air and Kawhi's not playing or George isn't playing or they're both not playing. Ah, well, we'll get to the playoffs and do what get beat by Denver. Like you did last year or now show up and go 0 for 2 at home to Dallas? Like, if you get run out after you punted that last weekend, I crushed Oklahoma City. Mm -hmm. And the Clippers managed to play two teams who were actively trying to lose, and they lost to them. The Clippers lost to Houston and OKC back-to-back so they could duck the Lakers. And I remember saying at the time, you got to be careful what you ask for. Because guess what you get? Well, now you get Dallas. And if they run you in the first round, then you you deserve all of the crap you get. And until you prove you're something more than this, then you're that's then that's what you are. You're to be not taken seriously. You're not to be given any benefit of the doubt. You've earned none of it. And that's it. Uh-huh. The end. Now, they got. Either two game, they could have two games left and it's over, or they could fight back. They could punch, they could punch off the ropes. 
But what have they ever shown us to make you think they're going to punch off the ropes? Can, particularly when uh, Kawhi and Paul George, how they play in game two? Pretty well. Yeah. Like Kawhi was stupid good. Yeah. And guess what? Wasn't enough. Nope. So, you know, I mean, I, I can make fun of myself for like, why did I have, tr- why did I have trust? I have no idea. I just, I just took a flyer on the Clippers. Well, you guys, you deserve all of it. If you guys flame out in the first round, you will have lost to Denver and Dallas after you didn't try. You out tanked tanking teams to avoid the Lakers. And guess what? The good news is you're not going to have to play them because you get run in the first round by the team you got because you ducked the Lakers. And like, I mean, I can't even, uh, and, and by the way, and you traded everything in your future to, to be this right now. And by the way, Kawhi could leave in the offseason if he wanted to. And he's shown no loyalty to anything or anybody other than himself, which is fine. He's a, he can be a mercenary, go where you want. But man, like you're a Clipper fan. And I don't, I don't necessarily know that I know any. Charles is still looking for Clipper Daryl. Well, I mean, I tell you what, like, I'm not hostile towards them. I'm just, it's like disgust. Like you guys treat the regular season, like an inconvenience, like you earn the right to be above it and rest dudes, you rest dudes to be good now. And you got, you got beat twice at home. Like they, they, and, and, and I'm not going to bury him because I made that mistake in the past. Like I, I buried Toronto with Kawhi when they had, when they were down 0-2 to Milwaukee. And I said, that's a wrap. And Toronto came roaring back. So they could, but I'm saying, I'll put it this way. They better, yeah. <laughs> they better or else, no. or else you guys are just, I mean, I don't, I don't want to hear any of it ever again. You won't pick them again. I know that. I no, I sure won't. ESPN Tournament Challenge is here. And guess what? I'm doing my bracket right now. Making picks, predicting upsets, winning my bracket group, and leaving my old life as a part-time voice actor behind. Hey, you never know. And if I can do it while recording this awesome commercial, you can too. Anyone can bracket. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to play the number one bracket game. Presented by Allstate. What do you want? What are you watching more, hockey or basketball? The Caps won game one, and then they had a they had a late lead in the third, game two gave the lead up, lost in overtime. Had a lead in the third, game three gave it up, lost in overtime. Uh, they didn't win again after game one. So the thing that happens with me in the Stanley Cup is I go through a period of mourning after okay. the cat after the Caps lose, and also I I I, I hate slash respect Boston because they're really good. Yeah. And Bergeron, I mean, he's good. Marchand, God, I hate that guy. But it's it's the same way I like hated like Reddick at Duke because it's with absolute respect. Mm-hmm. It's it's the greatest compliment I can pay him is that I hate him. God, he's good. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's a it's a perverse way to say it. But as a that- fan as a fan of the Caps, I'm like, God, that guy, I just want to kick him. That's so good. <laughs> That window and, he had, he got the game winner in. Do you have to just, talk about? Do we have to talk about? It, well, it was such no, a great. What, what other hockey? You've been watching. Such, I, I've been such, watching all the hockey. No, me too. Me, it's but so my point. But my I, the series have been so so good. I'm just saying, like, I get disgusted that I don't get to watch it because there's nothing more stressful slash fun than watching your team play overtime hockey. Nothing, nothing is close to that level of stress. And then when it, when it ends and now you don't have it, you're like, well. That sucks. 
But like the wild, like, and, and again, we're taping on a Wednesday, like the, the wild go to Vegas and get a win. I like that wild team. They've been fun. Spunky. I don't think they can. They're a yeah, spunky bunch. I don't think they can beat the golden Knights, but you know, they, like every series feels like it's been fun, except the caps that got, <laughs> that got run out. Um, but we, I, but need, we need, we need Vegas and Colorado to play. We need that series. Do you need that for your pocketbook or do you need it as a fan? No, no, just as a fan. We need to see that. We need to see that series. The NHL needs Edmonton to not blow leads so we can oh. see McDavid play more than a couple of games. I tried That's... staying up the other night. I was second overtime. I couldn't do it. I was toast. Yeah, well, I, I you know, I, I, I made it. I, I stayed up. I, I had a couple of bad ones because I stayed up late. And then we had that ESPN plus 515 wake-up call which came on the back end of Golden State and the Lakers. Ooh, that was that was a Wednesday tough one. Night. Yeah, that was late. And the Caps lost an overtime game, so I was oh. it was there was a lot of a lot of emotional stuff going on there. But I just I feel like the the, the games have been excellent. Um, there've been a few you know few blowout type losses or whatever, but mostly both playoffs have been really really good. Fans and arenas awesome. You know, like ratings. It's, I don't know that people even care about ratings, but like I, I feel like they're going to be much better. I feel like arenas make watching it better like watching no doubt. A, watching no a doubt. game in an empty arena it just sucks yeah the hockey in canada is brutal sucked. it sucks brutal so the, the fans make it so, so much more of a dramatic televised experience and um you know there's, there's phenomenal storylines across the board and, and all of them speaking of storylines yeah it's been everywhere and i haven't seen you in what 10 days it's been a while i missed you pal how about these cicadas I gotta, I, I gotta <laughs> ask. Insane. Yeah, here's the thing I don't know. It for the for our people that are listening, like I don't know, like maybe you're in uh, Winter Park, Florida, or Austin, Texas, or Atlanta, Georgia, or Cleveland, Ohio, or Minneapolis, or Portland, or Phoenix. I'm going around the country to all areas. I don't know. Are they everywhere? No, no, I don't think so. I don't think so either. But I'm going to tell just, you what. Go ahead. In my neighborhood, the over/under on cicadas is approximately two point two billion. I have a question about. It. Yeah. Do they have to make that much noise when they're having sex, bro? Seventeen years you've been in. Out, come out the mud. I came out the mud. If you've been buried for seventeen years and you got a brief window and all you're trying to do is holler at somebody. And I've seen these videos of these poor mutant uh, cicadas where their internal organs all fell off. So they got no junk. They got all no they weenies. got, they got nothing, but they got their brains still alive. And they're still like wandering, like, like Dawn of the Dead cicadas trying to try to get laid. All horned up. Because <laughs> they've been 17 years in the ground. And so they're like, wow, 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 that's my cicada noise. <laughs> like, I don't know if that's the noise they make, but it sounds like there's a billion of them making the same noise. And it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. And in our neighborhood, my wife, like a week ago, she's like, no, they're not bad here. Like, I don't know. I don't know what the big fuss is. And then like one day she's like, oh my God. And she showed me a picture in the backyard and there was like this one tree. Yeah. And the whole tree's, covered in these covered. disgusting bugs with yep. these red eyes all of whom are only trying to get laid am i travis can i say that 
That's what they're trying to do. And some of them don't have any junk, no, no. apparatus with which to work, but there's, which is an incredible cruelty. Yeah. Se 17 years alive for two days. Can't no, use it. No junk. I mean, imagine the disdain when the female looks at like, hey, bro, I hear you. Like your, your, your game is really strong. Have you checked your, have you checked below the belt? You got no junk on to the next. Like, I mean, but then, then they just like, there's just dead cicadas everywhere. And, oh. just, and it's just a circus, man. It's and it, it's it, crazy. And if you live somewhere where this isn't happening, well then sorry. just no, sorry. Be happy. Yeah. It's, it doesn't sound. Wow. <laughs> How are your kids? Will they go out and pick them up and stuff? Yeah, Charlie, um, he's he's the one. Like he's he just he's interested in him. Like he'll pick him up and chuck him. He doesn't care. Like they don't freak him out. My daughter's she's not like running around trying to pick him up and make him be their her friend. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's Charlie fascinating. It really is. I just are they really gonna be here for four more weeks? I, I can't fathom that. Drive a cicada count in Connecticut. Yes or no? You have them? Zero, but I remember I went to the memorial tournament in high school once and they were out during the memorial tournament and it was bad, constant during the golfing. Yeah. Well, it's every 17 years. So I'm like, I'm trying to go back in time and remember like the other times that they were here. And I, it's not anything I filed away for memory. You didn't live here. I did when I was little. Oh, oh yeah. You got a lot more 17 year windows than. <laughs> That's see, that's for being old. You have like you get like three or four shots at this, um, yeah. and you're like, I, but I don't remember it. Yeah. Uh, other than when I was really little, I, I remember that the part where the bug gets on the tree, and then they they come out of that they they come out of the yeah, shell. The shell stays there. And then the, so that and I remember walking around the trees and squishing the 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 locust thing on the trees. I thought that was great fun, um, but now it's just it's just a lot of bugs. And they've got these beady red eyes and it's a, it's, I, I feel like at today, like, I feel like today's the peak. Like my wife went on a jog. She came back. She's like the street over from us. She's like, you can't even believe how loud it is. Mm. Can't believe how many there are in trees. But yeah. I mean, I feel like our people, our listeners, like in Connecticut, there's none. Now I just think that that means they're coming later. Maybe go North cicadas. No, well, it's, it's a small window. Um, Got a parenting question for you. I feel like you and I really do well in this space. We, yeah. I feel like I feel like we're helpful. We offer help to people. Like, go yeah. ahead. Well, this is a question. Yep. Um, fired up. Uh, Monday. Yep. We are. I'm taking the fam. First time. Orioles game. Over under innings. We last three and a half. For my lungs, the under. Okay, couple couple things, couple things. Number one, you're bringing all three girls. Yep. Tell everybody how old your your youngest one is. About to be two in June. Okay. We have oldest seven, youngest two. The Orioles. Okay, the Orioles are in the middle of a. I think they've lost fourteen or fifteen ish. Yeah. They give up lots of runs. Yeah. They also are capable of scoring lots of runs. So that means three and a half innings is probably 
upwards of two hours. Okay. That's I'm going high here, All but right. let's, let's say it's minimum hour and a half. Okay. You're going to do the hot dogs, the popcorn, the drinks, ice cream, ice, ice cream for ice sure. Cream. And a little, butt and a little helmet. Okay. Oh, great. Oh, we'll go big helmet. But great. Super. Now, okay, that's a half an inning. Now it's the top of the second. <laughs> it's the top of the second. It's hot as balls. And the someone's going to start whining about something. And that's when, you, that's when you're going to say, why are you crying? <laughs> and then it's going to be time to load up the family truckster and head back down 95. Okay. Under right. for your lungs. Under for your lungs. Do we have something we hate? Because I do. I do. Okay, roll the uh, roll the production. Steve and I have lengthy lists talking about this guy or this thing or this whatever. Once a week, one thing a week. Here's what I hate, Steve. As always, you have the honor on this tee. What do you hate this week? Well, it came back. I had it written down a couple weeks ago, and now it's back. Okay. And what I hate this week is people filming every single thing with their phone. And I get it. Everybody does it. But let, think about it. Think about the longevity of it. And think about, I think about on 18 Sunday with Phil. The, 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 the crowd is 20 people deep. I and saw you got that. people holding their phones. What are you, what are you filming? The, the 10 guys in front of you, the top of their heads? You don't get anything. People at the draft, it's the best moment of your kid's life, and the family members are filming there. Hey, geniuses, it's on TV, okay? There's professional camera people all over the place. You don't need to film it with your freaking phone. Enjoy the moment. Get a little hug in. We could all be around each other now. Show some love. Stop videoing everything. Take it all in. Enjoy your summer. <laughs> That's actually great advice. Be present in your present. You're never going to watch those videos anyway, never. especially those people that were abs that were yeah. like there were 19 white claws into their Sunday. You didn't even hit video. You just have you have yeah. a 7000 still fixed still photos. <laughs> it's, in, it's in like portrait mode. It's not even it's not even a video. No. Um, all right. I, look, the thing I hate, I gave it I gave it away earlier, um, but I, I'm going to say it. Um, I hate Brad Marchand. <laughs> I hate him. Um, I hate him. God, I hate him. And But here's why I hate him. Because he's awesome. I hate him because he's awesome. Um, he's just, he's always out there. Like, he's scoring game tying goals. He's scoring game winning goals. And when he's not scoring game tying and game winning goals, he's almost scoring game tying and game winning goals. And he's, he's, pissing you off the whole time and you, it just like it's different than tom wilson because yeah. i get that people hate tom wilson and there's and, and i'm not saying that marshan has although marshan has no. done some silly things yeah but if wilson plays on your team you're glad he does you love him but if he doesn't you hate him marshan mm-hmm. marshan in a different way but the same idea i hate i hate him but i hate him because he's so freaking good and um and good luck the rest of the way mash and and the bees and um well again as we speak it's pens and aisles are playing so it could be a closeout situation so we don't know who you're going to get uh 
I'll probably be maybe emotionally ready to start watching a little more hockey around then. Okay. But, then, but then you're just more, then you're just so bummed out, but you know what? The, like the Bruins, look, it, it wasn't particularly close. Although, you know, if you can you, throw a couple shekels on a game, that'll get you to watch. There you go. Uh, so that's one the, more, one more question. Yeah. Have you ever tasted an IPA? That's a good question. Um, I think I probably have. I don't think you have. No, I have. I've been somewhere with the like. You have. They're like, "Hey, here's this one with an orange zest," and I'm like, "No, hey. no, no, no. We got to get you to have an eye because I think you, you will hate it so much. I, I just have a feeling we're gonna get you. I'm a, I'm a simple man. Like, send I your just, IPAs to, to Van Pelt. I'm a simple man, Steve. I just, I like. I know it. you are. And that's I like, why, like the whole, you know, uh, you know, everybody's got a podcast. All yeah, these they places, do. Every, all these places have the seltzers now, and now everybody has IPAs. And I just think you should have a take on uh, the IPA love. I just they are they are different. Pour a little Tito's over some ice, squeeze a little, squeeze some limes in there, and a little something, you know, and you're good. I'm 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 a simple man. I I I feels like people are trying too hard with that stuff. Am I wrong? Do you like no. IPAs, Steve? No. See, there you go. And, and if it's not good enough for you, it ain't good enough for me. All right. uh, out there on the locust uh, war, hang tough. Try to survive it. Uh, it's not, it ain't pretty. Um, and uh, live to fight another day. Uh, that's all we got this week. He's Stanford Steve. I'm Scott Ben Paul. Thanks for being with us.